Hi, everybody. Welcome to Millennium Live. I'm happy to be here today for another episode. And I'm with one of uh, one of our really awesome solution providers here. Uh, we have Hermetic. And to talk about Hermetic today, we have Eric Gumanovsky. He's one of the co-founders and chief business officer at Hermetic. So Eric, welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you. Thank you. Happy uh, to be here. And thanks for having me. Of course. And we're excited to kick off these uh, transformational CISO assembly. And to get started with this interview, I would like to just uh, get to know you a little bit better. So can you introduce yourself and just a brief overview of Hermetic? Absolutely. Uh, so my name is Eric Gunovsky. As uh, you said, my, I'm one of the co-founders and the chief business officer at Hermetic. Personally, I have I think, over 25 years of experience in cyber uh, realm um, so far. The last 10 years, mostly in the startup world. Uh, before Medica, I was a co-founder of a cybersecurity services company uh, called Signia, uh, doing predominantly incident response and preemptive consulting work with uh, large multinational companies in North America, Europe, and, and Asia Pacific. Uh, the company was acquired in 2018 by a private equity uh, from Singapore. Um, I left the company around the acquisition and joined forces with my current co-founders, Shai Murag, Silan Krigsman, and Michael Kulinski. And we uh, together uh, joined forces and um, established Hermetic. Uh, what we're doing in Hermetic is helping organizations that are making a transformation, uh, digital transformation, and moving the resources to public cloud infrastructures, so leveraging Amazon Web Services or Microsoft Azure uh, or the Google Cloud Platform. And we work with those companies, helping them better to secure their public cloud infrastructure environments. Um, we currently work with a broad range of customers, all the way from Fortune 10 enterprises that you know were traditionally on-prem and are new to the cloud and moving more and more workloads to uh, to their cloud infrastructure, and also with you know the uh, cloud-first, cloud-native uh, unicorns or you know. Um, large uh, startups that were born in the cloud in the past 10 years. They never had anything to do with on-prem infrastructures. All they know is cloud and uh, we're supporting them in their cloud journey as well. So that's kind of the, uh, the range of the companies. What's unique about our approach and our medic approach to cloud infrastructure security is our identity first approach. Uh, we realized uh, that in the cloud, identity becomes the major perimeter, if not the only perimeter. And that's why Securing identities and permissions is probably the most important task from a security perspective that people could do when they're moving to uh, public cloud infrastructure. And that's the biggest difference between cloud security and uh, on-prem security. And this is uh, where part of our focus is. Uh, that's why we uh, call ourselves uh, identity-first cloud infrastructure security. Awesome. Thanks for that. And uh, so I understand it that Hermetic's a as you said, a cloud security pioneer. And uh, so why, let's talk about cloud security. Why, why cloud security and why is it, you know, there's a, I'm sure there's a couple of different reasons why it's so important going forward, but why, uh, why now? Absolutely. So, um, well, it's, uh, it's a big transformation that's happening out there. When I was working in my previous company, again, supporting the largest enterprises in the US and, and Europe, um, in mostly preemptive consulting or incident response engagements, uh, everyone was talking about cloud, but very few people were actually moving to the cloud. And I'm talking about, let's say, 
2018, right? Uh, somewhere around 2017, 2018, it's, it became the talk of the day, but everyone were kind of hesitant to move to the cloud. Uh, very few uh, financial institutions have started the migration. Of course, the most notable and, and, and famous one is Capital One. They were the first large financial institution to really embark on a significant cloud journey. By the way, I think already a year ago, they, they tweeted that they migrated basically everything uh, to AWS. They don't have anything on-prem. And what happened to them, unfortunately, something that happens to many trailblazers, you know, organizations that are going on this path unknown or uh, road that uh, um, less people travel through, is that they got hit by a, by a very uh, big breach, right? And, and the reason they, they got hit by, by this breach is because, again, unfortunately, and again, we, we have a lot of respect to their security team and their technical team and the way they were uh, open and communicated about what happened to them really helped the entire industry to move forward. But, but unfortunately, the reason, uh, the underlying reason for what happened to them and many other institutions is because organizations find it very difficult to understand what's the difference between cloud security and on-prem security. Right. And the difference is around identity, right? Workloads are the same, network is by and large the same, but identity plays a crucial role in uh, cloud infrastructure management. And therefore it, it, it's so important from a cloud infrastructure security perspective. Whereas on-prem, it may be the, the third, if not the fourth line of defense. Uh, so uh, we realized that very early on, and that's why we decided that this is an area uh, where uh, we should, uh, you know, at least pay special attention to. Now, why, why, why cloud infrastructure security now? Because again, today, everyone is already moving to the cloud. I don't think that there is a large enterprise out there that doesn't have cloud migration uh, uh, program in place. You know, everyone is talking about migrating 30, 40, 50% of their infrastructure to the cloud by next year. So it's out there, it's the biggest probably you know, vertical in, in the uh, IT space and therefore in, in the security space. So you mentioned breaches and as we know it, when things expand and get bigger, uh, it, it becomes a bigger target, of course. So well, what would you say is the biggest issue in cloud security today and and looking ahead, how is cloud security going to look in about three to five years when even more organizations and enterprises are moving towards the cloud? Right. So you can look at that from, from a number of perspectives. And you know, one of the things that Hermetic introduces is uh, what we call a cloud uh, security maturity uh, model, right? That looks at, uh, at the organizational maturity from a number of perspectives technical perspective, but there is also the people perspective and the processes perspective. And I can touch on, 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 all, on all, the, all the three. So for example, from the people perspective, um, every organization is experiencing a huge shortage of cloud expertise. And as part of that, also cloud security expertise, right? Uh, we're talking about organizations adopting a multi-cloud strategy. So they have to be proficient in a number of cloud environments, which are not identical, right? So they have to understand Amazon, they have to understand Microsoft and they have to understand Google. And it takes a lot of time um, to become expert in one or the other. And the rate of adoption is far by far exceeding the rate of uh, people getting that expertise and organizations getting that human capital with a specific know-how, right? So anything that could help organizations reach that gap of expertise 
um, is, is of course very, very important. And we are zermatically uh, an important role in that. From a technical perspective, we touched on that a little bit, right? So if you look at the technical stack uh, in the cloud, it's very similar to the technical stack on-prem. You have network, you have workloads, you have your resources. Um, so databases and so on and so forth, storage devices and, and so on and so forth, and you have identities and permissions. So networks are the same, workloads are similar. Um, when you get into the resources, they become different because in the cloud, most of them are managed. You're not necessarily owning the, data, um, you know, the database. You're kind of getting that as a managed service from the cloud providers, and the identities and permissions are absolutely different. Uh, and the focus on identities and permissions is, is very important. And that's a key, a key difference. And it's going to be even more and more important in the coming years as organizations are moving from traditional workloads and servers to more serverless environments, uh, service-based environments, managed environments. The importance of identities and permissions to the overall cloud security uh, story will become even more critical. And the last point I would like to touch on is the processes around that. So I think the key um, trend that we're seeing is what we call democratization of cloud security. Because in the on-prem, it was the IT that owned the infrastructure, as opposed to the cloud, where it's the developers and the dev teams that are on the infrastructure. Therefore, the IT and the security teams, they, don't, they, can, they can govern, they can impose policies, they can monitor risks and threats that they not always have the ability to go into those AWS accounts and remediate because that's the responsibility of the developers. So the, the controls are not in the one hand of the security or IT team, centralized security and IT team anymore. It's the responsibility is kind of spread between the security IT and the developers uh, and DevOps and cloud operations teams. And again, helping organizations establish the right process around cloud security and offering them tools that can help them support that process uh, in a native way is also very, very important. That's also a huge process that we're seeing happening out there. Yeah, of course. And uh, it's very important. So I want to I dive into sort of the, the real, like the solution that, that defines Hermetic. And so what does Hermetic do to address the issues of of cloud security, all the issues of cloud security today, and and how is Hermetic's solution different from what what might already be out there right now? Absolutely. So uh, first of all, um, we're not the only cloud security solution, right? There was <laughs> we can uh, yeah, and you know uh, there is uh, quite a few out sure. there, uh, but. You can think of that as of Hermetic as a representative of a second generation of cloud security platform, right? The first generation of cloud security platform focused mostly on providing customers with visibility to what resources they have in the cloud. So they can basically govern, okay, how many servers do I have? How many storage services do I have? How many databases do I have out there in the cloud? That's one. And secondly, whether those, um, services that I have out there and those resources are properly configured. The firewalls are tuned up, encryption is in place, MFA for users, very basic general misconfigurations, very broad. And on top of that, think about compliance framework. Okay, so now if I have a HIPAA compliance and that requires all my databases to be encrypted, I can check the box against the, the policy that I have. Right. So 
This is the first generation of, of cloud security uh, vendors. Hermetic basically takes that to the next step by adding on this traditional, what is called cloud security posture management or CSPM layer, an additional layer that focuses on identities, permissions, and deep insight into configurations and activities in the environment. What is called in, in Gartner terms, CIM or cloud infrastructure entitlement management, right? So we look across the stack, across network configuration, workload, resource configurations, identities and their permissions, and we tie all that together in a very uh, uh, deep context, right? So when we're looking at a user that is not protected with MFA, right? The way we assign risk to that uh, misconfiguration is by looking not only at the user itself, but, but, but at the broader context. What are the permissions that this user has? If this user is an admin in the environment, that this misconfiguration of not being protected with multi-factor, of course, has a high severity, as opposed to a user that is not doesn't really have any sensitive permissions in the environment, then if this user is not protected with multi-factor authentication, the risk of that misconfiguration is much lower, right? So providing that context is very, very important. On top of that, we're also monitoring all the activities that happen in the environment. That allows us to create a baseline for each and every identity of its activities. And that allows us to achieve two different goals. On one hand, preemptively, we can monitor all the permissions and determine which permissions are used and which permissions are not used, and therefore allow organizations to remove unused permissions. Many of those permissions are extremely risky and you know, drive a lot of risk to the organization. And in that way, help organizations achieve what is known as less privilege or zero trust, which are extremely important from a preemptive standpoint because they allow organizations to minimize a blast radius and the severity of a potential breach. In addition to that, by monitoring all the activities, we can also detect risks as they evolve in the environment, right? Because we can detect anomalies. We have introduced a very sophisticated and advanced anomaly detection engine that really monitors any deviation from that baseline, correlates those deviations to potential activities that we know threat actors are doing in the environment, things that are called TDPs, like tactic tools and procedures that threat actors are using. And by identifying those, we can alert organizations on breaches as they occur in real time. And on top of that, also give all the visibility necessary for the analyst to triage the event and determine whether it's a true uh, uh, breach or, or a false positive. So that allows us basically to allow organizations you know, give, get the full 360 protection, starting from preemptive and minimizing risk and potential blast radius and moving all the way to the reactive detection of uh, potential threats and remediation and, and trash. So that's that's where Hermetic is unique. And these are very unique capabilities that Hermetic brings to the table. And that's incredible. That's, that's a, there's a lot to unpack there. And, and so I think, is there any, is there any uh, real life use cases that you could talk about? Because again, those, those tools are incredible. Have we seen any like organizations um, utilize uh, hermetic to its full potential? Yeah, so so absolutely. So I won't be able to share names, but I can talk to a lot to, to the significant impact that we were able to drive. So if you go into an average organization, right, that is using cloud infrastructure, you would, you might be surprised to, to know that, but if you look at all the users and you can talk about human users, right, developers, DevOps that connect to the cloud infrastructure environments or service accounts, machine identities that you know, belong to applications that, that these users have actually built, 
all these identities use less than 20, in most cases, less than 10% of the permissions they have, right? So the vast majority of the permissions identities have in cloud infrastructure environments are absolutely unnecessary. And those permissions expose the organizations to huge risks, right? Because it takes only one identity with sensitive permissions to be compromised. And, you know, the entire organization, it's, it's, a, it's an end of story, right? So uh, it's very important to remove those uh, unused permissions. And we really drive a huge impact where the number of excessive permissions with Hermetic is moving from whatever, 90% to 20%. And the number of the sensitive permissions is uh, unused, moving from 10% to zero, right? So that's that's a huge, huge impact from a security perspective. And you can see how Hermetic allows to drive that. Now, what does it mean ultimately in business terms? So for example, ransomware attacks, right? Any over-provisioned user can be used to drive a very uh, high-risk ransomware attack on the organization cloud infrastructure. By the way, we published research recently um, looking at a lot of cloud infrastructure environments and assessing them to what extent those environments are exposed to um, you know, ransomware attacks. And the vast majority of organizations are extremely exposed to ransomware attacks in the cloud, right? So uh, we uh, run those assessments for our customers and we help them uh, minimize the risk of, of uh, potential ransomware. Another interesting uh, story is third-party access, right? Every organization that is using cloud infrastructure is also using third-party vendors that have them you know, drive whatever business uh, goals, for example, reduce the cost. We all know that public cloud infrastructure is extremely expensive. That's why there are a number of tools that organizations are using that monitor their cloud infrastructure usage and spend and allow them to optimize the cost. There are observability uh, vendors that are connected. And there are security vendors like us that connect to uh, uh, their customers. Um, Often those third parties are extremely over-provisioned. They have sensitive access to their customers' environments. And this is also a huge risk because it, it takes only one bad apple in those third parties to compromise your organization. And just last year, the organization, uh, the, you know, the entire industry has suffered from a huge breach called the Orion breach, uh, was driven by SolarWinds, right? So SolarWinds was compromised and via SolarWinds, all their customer base was compromised by a very sophisticated threat actor. Uh, and this is exactly what we're talking about when we talk about the uh, third party access and risk or supply chain attack scenarios. So again, by using hermetic organizations can totally remove uh, the uh, third party risk uh, on their cloud infrastructure environments. Again, those just a couple of examples we're seeing out there. Yeah, and thank you for those. Uh, so. You know, if I'm a, a large organization looking to improve the security of my cloud, what are the next steps I should take? How do I figure out, you know, where my gaps are in my organization and prioritize the steps that I should take and, uh, and, and utilize Hermetic solution uh, to do so? Absolutely. So first of all, um, you know, uh, like any uh, task in cybersecurity, also cloud security starts from visibility. You want to understand what your assets are, right? You want to understand in which cloud environments you're in, whether you're in a single cloud or a multi-cloud, you have to understand how many environments you have within your cloud infrastructure, like how many accounts in AWS or subscriptions in Azure, right? You want to understand who has access to your cloud infrastructure environment, and you want to understand the risks uh, that your uh, cloud infrastructure is exposed to 
risks could be, again, um, identities that have access, identities that have excessive permissions, third parties that have access, environments or resources that are on your cloud perimeter that are accessible directly from the internet, right? So who can access your databases, who can access your machines and so on and so forth. Then you wanna look at things like basic misconfigurations, encryption, network misconfigurations and vulnerabilities and so on and so forth, right? Um, once you ha have, you know, you get a, a good grip of over, over your um, infrastructure resources, then you want to understand, okay, where I can potentially, what's my kind of high impact initiative that I can drive to minimize potential, uh, the risk of a potential breach, or in case a breach occurs to minimize potential last readings of that breach, right? And, and those are the uh, efforts that people could do preemptively, right? Before something bad happens in their environment. And probably the most cost-effective effort is to remove excessive permissions. And this is exactly where, where Medic can uh, provide a ton of value. Also, you want to have good monitoring capabilities in place in case you are breached. You can detect this breach in a very short period of time and respond to that quickly. And, and ultimately, you want to have on top of all that good compliance and governance frameworks that help you achieve compliance with security best practices like a well-architected standard CIS and so on and so forth, but also help you achieve compliance like SOC 2, NIST, HIPAA, uh, PCI DSS, and, and others. And Hermetic can really help organizations throughout this process, get the visibility, understand the risks, remediate the risks, and continue monitoring the environment for any, uh, for any potential incident while driving compliance and, and security governance in general. Great. So, Ari, I know you're a busy guy. Uh, I have one final question for you before I let you go. Uh, we have the upcoming transformational CISO uh, from Millennium Alliance, and uh, I'm excited for all the uh, CISOs and cybersecurity professionals to, to meet you and understand how they can utilize your solution. So what are you looking forward to most as we head into the assembly? Absolutely. So definitely looking to uh, meet as many, as many people, talk about our cloud security maturity model, help organizations understand how they should be thinking about cloud infrastructure security, where they should be starting off from, right? Uh, what's the uh, core areas to focus on uh, in the beginning and really helping organizations advance, um, you know, across that, uh, across their maturity program. And as they're advancing in their cloud journey, help them make sure that they can go to the cloud, uh, you know, get the advantages of utilizing public cloud infrastructure while again, making sure that they're feeling safe and their, uh, their information and their customers' information is well protected. Well, thanks so much, Eric. Uh, thank you for sharing all the information and all the wonderful tools that Hermetic has to offer. We're excited to have the event on Monday and uh, we look forward to hearing uh, from you guys soon. So thanks a lot. Thanks you so much, Connor. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Millennium Live to listen and learn on life and leadership.